Hi, this is Asian Miles Apart. We are three friends who met in the UK and now live miles apart from home in different countries. I'm Regina in Hong Kong. I'm Pin in London. And I'm Crystal in Singapore. Join us weekly as we discuss our lives abroad from an Asian perspective. Hi everyone, today we're going to discuss turning 30. Turning 30 seems like a huge thing and for the three of us, we're finally here in our 30s or the start of our 30s. And I think many of us can agree that there is a difference between being in your 20s and moving towards being in your 30s. And in this episode, we'll discuss what it's really like to turn 30. You know, how have we changed individually from our 20s to now? Whether our perspectives, our values have changed and whether we did anything, and I'm sure we did, that we regretted or should not have done or maybe should have done in our 20s. So I think it's apt to start off by saying happy birthday, Pin. Happy birthday, Pin. She just turned 30 this month. Yes. (laughs) So Pin, how do you feel? Like nervous, excited? You know, can you share with us how you spent your 30th birthday? And what did you feel on that day? Oh gosh. Yeah, I'm finally 30, guys. To be very honest, I was actually very nervous, very anxious before. And I actually think that I started feeling anxious when I was 28 or something, like leading up to it. I think it's just the concept of entering a new decade that's quite scary. And I think it sounds weird, but it's also because um, that I'm re-watching Friends. And I just vaguely yeah. recall that when I watched it when I was much younger, I was like, oh, these people are like old, you know, they're turning yeah. 30. That's, that's an episode about how they were all turning 30 and Rachel was like freaking yeah. out. And I was like, yeah, that just feels so far away. <laughs> I'm 18 now or something. And then now when I watch it, yeah. oh my, we are the same age. <laughs> same the age. It's yeah. so scary. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's probably more the feeling of what have I actually accomplished in the last 10 years? Have I actually done all the things that I want to do? But it's weird because I was really anxious. But when I actually turned 30, I was okay with, I guess it feels the same. It is a number. So I was actually calmer when it happened than I was before, if that makes sense. What about both of you? Do you still remember when you turned 30? Mm. I, uh, for me, I don't think I had any anxiety. <laughs> I just had more of like, woohoo, I'm turning 30. And then, obviously, I had a goal to myself. When I turn 30, I'm going to buy myself, which is so shallow, I'm sorry. But (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to buy myself a nice designer bag, which I did. So that was the excitement and sort of maybe clouded the more anxiety parts of turning 30. But I guess for me, turning 30, it was just like natural when I came towards 2020. Somehow, I feel a bit more mentally settled down. Obviously, I still have the same outside pressures as before. But yeah, I think I've become more mature. But I don't think it has anything to do with me turning 30. I just think it sort of came to a natural, you know, that path. Mm. (laughs) Regina, what about you? What did you do? I remember you went on a boat, right? Or something for your birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I think for my 30, I was actually quite excited about turning 30. I think for the one year leading up to my 30th birthday. So right after my 29th birthday, I was already telling people that... Oh, I'm turning 30. You know, whenever someone asks me, how old are you? 
I'll be like, oh, I'm turning 30. Oh, wow. And I just did that quite naturally. I just didn't th- think of telling someone, you know, I'm 29. It's kind of like odd <laughs> age to tell people. It's like not quite there. You know, I passed 29, but I'm almost 30. Oh, I don't think I told anyone my age. Hmm. Why well, are there a lot of people who ask you your age? Yeah. I don't think anyone asks me how old I am. I guess Regina meets a lot of new people in Hong Kong yeah. now. Commonly asked questions. I think it's mainly because, yeah, I'm new in Hong Kong and I've been meeting a lot of new friends here in Hong Kong. So I guess it's quite a natural thing to ask when you meet someone new. Yeah, like you, Crystal, you bought yourself uh, a designer bag. I bought myself a Google Pixel Bud (laughs) as a present for myself. Sponsor Regina. (laughs) Oh, shoot, my Google Home just replied to me. (laughs) Oh, that's a bit creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can hear it. Okay, Google, stop. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I bought the present because I had this feeling that, you know, I've finally come to a place where I feel comfortable financially and I wanted to maybe like buy something to reward myself maybe like a little splurge <laughs> oh god you make me feel so guilty oh yeah yeah <laughs> my splurge is not not little yeah to me uh spending 200 pounds on one item yeah it was kind of like a splurge and I had I, I thought about oh, it for a few days I need days. to reevaluate my <laughs> my goals <laughs> you guys are making me feel like I've missed out on this self-treat situation <laughs> Yeah, I think now that I'm 30, I'm more conscious of my personal finance in a way. Mm. I started to track my spending, I started to track my budget. Then when you know how much you're spending, which is a part of adulting, I suppose. And I think this few years is the time where I started to realize that I'm actively being more mindful about my own personal finance. So your turning point is more around like personal finance. Because for me, before turning 30, I was still very... Amb- I mean, I still am ambitious, right? But I'm constantly chasing after something that's very, very difficult. I don't really compare with other people, but I'm just unnecessarily harsh on myself. Mm. And I think that I have... I wouldn't say they're unrealistic goals. They are realistic goals, but it requires maybe a lot, a lot of effort. Yeah. And so for me, I think it's that constant destabilizing thought in my head. Like, I have to move on. I have to do better. I have to, you know, constantly move ahead. Yeah. I wouldn't say like, you know, immediately the day when I turned 30, this you know new mindset developed. Yeah. And to me, it was more of like, I finally have this sense of, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's like... Inner peace. I'm at peace. <laughs> yeah, I'm at peace, you know, like... Finding that balance is struck between wanting to be ambitious, yeah. but also wanting to have a certain amount of freedom, which maybe, you know, I guess it's also linked to personal finance mm. in some ways. But also at the same time, being able to balance that independence in thought. Yeah. You know, for me, my thought was, oh God, I need to move forward. I need to escape this place. Like constantly I'm thinking about escaping things, like my job, for example. Mm. But I've come to peace at it. And I think it's not about where you are. It's about the mindset that you put yourself in. And then I think that for me was a big thing, turning 30. It was definitely like the mindset, like moving away from a more destabilizing mindset Mm. to a more, I'm at peace. What about you, Pinto? I mean, you just turned 30. (laughs) (laughs) Have you realized anything these two weeks? Or, you know, maybe it's like something in the development as well in the past year. Okay, so maybe not these two weeks, but I think especially last year or the last two years, I've definitely had a shift in my attitude towards what I think I want out of life. You know, when I was younger and after I graduated and started working, my life goal was to like earn a lot of money. To me, I feel like, oh, having a successful career and money will make me really happy in life. 
Whereas now I feel like, yes, they will provide me with some comfort, but I just feel like there are other important things that will also make me happy. So I just really want to balance life. Um, and I think I really want to be able to do something that I actually enjoy doing. Like, it might not be 100%. Even if it's like 80% of the job that yeah. I like, I'll be very happy with it. Mm. Yeah, it's funny that you describe your job. Like, if you're happy 80%, then that's fine. Whereas, I guess, I'm kind of the same as you when I was younger. For me, if it's not 100%, it's worthless, right? Being in that job. But now, we are similar in the sense that, you know what, if I like it, like, 50%, that's fine. And the reason I want to discuss about this is because recently, I've been tracking my job satisfaction. So, I've been tracking most of my daily activities, to-do lists and habits and stuff on Notion. And I have this matrix that basically tracks job satisfaction. Oh. But I think it's quite good to see sometimes because, you know, when you have a negative thought in your head, you're like, oh, it's so bad. I hate my job. That's it. Like, goodbye, right? Mm-hmm. But when you start to track what it is that makes you unhappy about your job, and I think it's about transparency, you start to see actually it's not that bad. Mm. Yeah, so this matrix basically measures five things. One is accomplishment. So... You know, is your job giving you the types of accomplishments, something noteworthy that you've done in the last three months? You know, what's the impact that you've done? You know, what is a a line that you can write in your resume? Is that something that you value from the last three months, you know, a specific experience? You know, what's your growth, your future alignment, what are the challenges and your community? And then if you tick at least two of them, the passing mark is 40, then actually your job is still worth it. But if it's below 40, then you're like, oh, it's time to look for a new job. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really good because so far, when I track it, it's rarely at 40%. It's always like 60 and above. So actually, it's not as bad as you think. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, I guess it's human nature to sort of get bogged down by one negative thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've never heard of this job satisfaction tracker before but I might go check it out yeah I chance by it also so you know this is one of the new things in my current 30 lifestyle (laughs) I'm keen to hear what has changed for you guys in terms of your habits and the activities that you do now versus maybe when you're in your early 20s mid 20s yeah I think what's interesting about you tracking your job satisfaction in Notion, I think what it shows is that you're becoming more mindful of how you're living your life almost. And, you know, you're putting in effort to make a change instead of back when you were in your 20s, you were saying that you were trying to escape from things and you were just yearning for more things. And now what you're doing is that you are making more concrete actions to give yourself a happier life, which I think is great. Yeah. I think the word that you use, escaping your job or like escaping from things, I think that's a very interesting way of putting it because I actually felt the same way when I was in my 20s. I think back in my 20s, I was constantly almost like craving for change and craving for things Mm. that are new and exciting. But now that I'm 30 and especially... I think in this year, I'm actually working more towards having stability in my life, which is something totally new for me. And I've never really felt this way. You know, things like setting up systems (laughs) in my life, organizing calendar, cleaning my house is also one of them, completing to-do lists. Oh, we need to have an episode about this. (laughs) These are things that give me thrills. I now start to develop a routine in my daily life. I like knowing what's going to happen the moment I open my eyes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a drastic change. Yeah, that's very dramatic. Yeah, My alarm would ring and then the news would come on because I have an alarm that has radio built in. Wow. So then I spend about an hour listening to news every morning and that's how I like to start my day. Simple things like this really gives me pleasure and I know that, okay, I'm starting my day with a system... You know, this gives me a sense of achievement and I really enjoy that. 
How interesting. Yeah. That's definitely a huge change, I think, because obviously I've known you for a while. Whereas I think I'm completely different. You probably know this already, but I love routines. Yeah. Oh, yes. You are very systematic. I do not like change. I do not yearn for the unknown. Yeah. So to be honest, I can't actually think of anything that I say is drastically different from 10 years ago in terms of lifestyle. Um, but one thing that I would like to say is, honestly, I think I have less energy compared to 10 years ago. Mm. <laughs> Remember when we used to hang out in our early 20s? Honestly, I don't know how we do it, but we can go yeah, out at like 9 for brunch. Yeah. And then we can hang out all day yeah, and go home at yes. midnight. And then we'll meet again on Sunday morning yes. for brunch. Like, honestly, <laughs> now if I'm out for four hours, I'm like, I need yeah. to go home for a nap before I go out for dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Yes, I agree. So what are the other things, you know, when you're in your 20s, what did you imagine you would do when you're 30? And obviously now you're in 30. You know, how is that different? Oh, God. Like, have you ever, you know, when you were in 21, did you ever forecast mm. <laughs> how you would be like when you're 30? And how far or how near are you from that? Yeah, I, th- I think when I was 20, I was ready to get married. Remember Regina? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I did not know what I was doing. I remember you texting us saying that, guys, I think I'm ready to get married. I'm definitely ready now. Yeah. Wait, wait, how old was that? I think she was 21. I don't know this. Were you? Were you? Yeah, 20 or 21. Yeah. Yeah. And were you dating someone at that time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was dating my ex. The one yeah. that you all know. Uh. So yeah, I mean, going back to your question, Crystal, I guess when I was younger, I imagined myself to be married and have kids by this point, which obviously did not happen. So yeah, like I just imagined myself to be a mom and, and have a family. So I think it's quite a different life. Not that I'm complaining about it, because I feel like, yeah, I quite like where I am now in terms of what happened in the last 10 years and all the experience that I've gained and people that I've met. I guess my point is, it is quite different to what I've imagined myself to be. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I actually never thought of my 30s when I was in my 20s. Oh. I guess you can say that I was quite short-sighted. <laughs> um, Reg is a live-in-a-moment person. Yeah, I was never someone who would have long-term vision or thought much about the future. So in my 20s, mm. yeah, like, like, like Pin say, I was pretty much living in the present which I'm not sure if it's a good thing, to be honest. But now that I'm 30, I started to think more about long-term planning. Yeah. I think, I mean, when I look back, I've always been competitive, I feel. Mm. I don't even know why. I, I don't think I'm competitive. Like, I look at the, at the next person and I benchmark against, you know, my friends or anything like that. I just benchmark against what I believe the best version of Crystal could be. Oh. And then I think that's, like, very stressful, I suppose. So, you know, when I was in my 20s, I think I project to, like, 40. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to be partner, mm. you know, in consulting in this, you know, firm. I'm going to be, like, doing freaking well. Yeah, yeah, I had those thoughts. Yeah. Too. Which, to be honest, I still have it, but it's sort of like balanced. You know, I'm still pursuing the same goals, I guess. But I think I cut myself a little bit more slack. Mm. If along the way, these goals aren't fully met, then I think I wouldn't be as devastated, I suppose. As opposed to like, if I was 20 and I'm like, oh my god, I'm never going to be whatever I thought I was going to be. So I think that's something that I've come to terms with. And then, you know, I guess I'm in between you guys. I I don't know. I've never imagined having kids, so I'm still the same. That hasn't changed. Mm. I think I'm quite happy with where I am And it sounds like you guys are quite happy with where you are as well. Yeah, I think listening to both of what you say, it sounds like both of you were quite hard on yourself when you were in your 20s. You had a lot of ambition. Mm. You had a lot of hope for what's going to happen in your 30s. But now, like you say, you have started to cut yourself some slack, which I think is very interesting because I think mm. what would happen to most people, in, I, I guess generally speaking, might be generalizing a bit too much. 
but it seems like most people would be you know having more fun in their 20s uh, having less direction in their life and then slowly they develop themselves and become more mature and then when they are going into their 30s they start to plan their life a bit more and be more conscious of their mm. life path and life choices right yeah. which i think is the case for me so yeah hearing both of your stories i think yeah it's pretty interesting so pin i think we're similar you know we were very ambitious and then now we sort of reach that i want to call it mature like obviously we still have goals and objectives but we don't beat ourselves for them i guess for having those goals you know this growth that you see in yourself would you have foresee yourself growing in this way yeah so i think it's quite gradual and i think one of the key turning points for me is really when i took a career mm. break in 2018 oh my goodness that's so long ago so yeah, I took almost like an eight-month break. I quit when I didn't actually have a job mm-hmm. with the intention of actually finding a new job, something that's completely different. Although I'm sad to inform everyone that I actually am still doing the same thing, but just in a different firm. Not that it's a bad thing, you know. Anyway, I think that was when the break just really changed me. And I don't know how or why, but it was just so nice to take some time off. And I think during that time... I realized that uh, I don't know why I spent the last five or six years just being so obsessed about being successful. Yeah. And I think a very interesting point that you raised earlier, Crystal, is that you always compare yourself to the best version of Crystal. Whereas I think my issue was I always compare myself to other mm-hmm. people and it is just a race that you cannot win. Yeah. If I keep comparing myself to other people, I will never yeah. ever be happy. But honestly, I still do compare myself to other yeah. people. So I think that's the one thing that I'm really trying to work on. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to the thing about you comparing with other people, right? And I think it also is a sign of insecurity. And I think that's a very common issue among people in their 20s. Yeah. And it takes time to be confident in yourself. And it takes a lot of experience and guts and hardships to come to a point where you realize that, okay, I am enough and I'm worthy. And knowing that you have achieved enough at your age, I think that's not an easy thing. I think it's great that you have overcome the insecurity and you're still working on that. I agree. And I think a good experience that I can share, I guess, is, you know, for me, obviously, I changed job and then it was like my dream job, right? I was earning like significantly more, like maybe, I don't know, 50% more than what I earn now. But I was 100% more upset (laughs) daily. Mm. As in, prior to that new job, I was like, this is it. Like, I've made it. You know, I'm going to earn like loads of money. I'm going to be so happy. I'm like at the place where I want to be. And that's what I thought, right? That was the goal. And then, you know, when it finally happened and I was at that job, I thought I was happy, but I just wasn't. Mm. Right, and I think that it took me very long to actually realize that yeah. holy crap! Like even if you give me the job yeah. now, and even if you pay me double, I said I don't want to go back there. And that to me is a sign of that growth. It's a huge revelation to yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't want to work hundred hour plus a week weekend work and have this much money. Yeah. I might die, you know. <laughs> my lifespan might reduce because of the stress and stuff and it's just not worth it, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think it's also about, you know, knowing your priority in life, right? Yes. The thing that kind of comes with age as well, I guess. Mm. And, you know, having that fancy job might be something that is super attractive when you're young because maybe somehow yes. when you're younger, it can be a bit more insecure and you would love to have external validation, which is why I like to have that fancy job. Yes. And then you come to a point then you realise... 
oh, it really doesn't really matter what other people think of me. In fact, people don't think of you as much as you think you do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I'm not doing things for external validation. I'm doing things for myself. And if that's not making me happy, then I would choose not to do it. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and I think an example for myself is that this year, actually last year, I made a life-changing decision <laughs> of mm-hmm. okay. deleting my social media. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to report that I failed and reinstalled my Instagram. Oh no! <laughs> YouTube, I still, you know, still keeping it there, but okay. I, I foresee myself failing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not completely off social media, I would say. I'm still on it once in a while. I still have my Facebook and Instagram apps on my iPad. And occasionally, I still look at people's posts and stories. But I feel that since I've deleted social media, I feel less of a need to know what's going on in other people's life. And instead, I'm focusing more on living in the moment. And I think this is really weird to say and I think it's almost like you've achieved nirvana you know (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard to explain to people the state of mind that I'm in now Mm -hmm. but I really do feel that I don't need to share with other people what's happening in my life and I don't need Mm -hmm. someone to tell me that hey your life looks amazing and you look really happy Mm. and I think this digital detox really made me reassess what's important to me and I've feel that not seeing other people's life and you know what other people are buying for example I feel less formal and I don't feel like I'm not enough and I don't have this new bag I don't have that new fashion mm. trend yeah mm. the last time we talked about this that I was gonna yeah, try but then I failed so I basically I set a timer of 45 minutes a day which I don't really hit but then on weekends I struggle I'm like oh no 10 minutes left and there's still like 7 hours to the day I need to like ration out <laughs> yeah I think we discussed a lot about you know what has changed but actually I'm interested right to know what mm. has not changed <laughs> What do you think is still there and you're fine with it or maybe you're not fine with it? I guess I can give an example. I think one thing that I've realised recently that holy crap, I am super bossy. (laughs) In what way? (laughs) At work, I'm not saying that I have the best standards in the world but I feel like I have a standard, right? And my anxiety now is very different. Before I was just like, oh, I'm very scared people, you know, they don't like me or something but now it's just like, (laughs) this is my level, you're not meeting it and I need to boss Mm. that person to make sure that he or she meets that level. Mm. I mean, that's just an example of something that has not changed, but in fact, it has grown. Yeah. And I think I need to work on this bossy aspect. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. What about you guys? Anything that hasn't changed? (laughs) Or like something, you know, worse has become even more, you know, terrible. Yeah, I think what you're describing is that you give less shit about what other people think, right? And if you believe in it, if you know that you're right, you would voice out for yourself. Yes, yes. I need to change. Well, maybe I don't want to change because you're right. It's not just about being bossy where I boss other people around. Yeah. No, I'm not saying like you have to do this. I mean, I still say it nicely, yeah. but I'm like controlling the inner bossy crystal <laughs> that says you need to tell the person he's doing such a crap job <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it comes with being able to stand up for myself a little bit more. I'm super okay with saying no now. Yeah. In fact, I think again, right, I need to control. You're the no queen now. <laughs> the yeah. queen of no no. I'm like too much. <laughs> Yeah, because that was like my goal when I was younger, learn how to say no. But now I think it's overstepping that line (laughs) of being a naysayer. Yeah, I still struggle with it, to be honest. I'm definitely more comfortable saying no to people. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I still struggle with it, even if at work. I guess, yeah, I still am very conscious about other people's opinions of me. Definitely less so, for sure. Less so compared to 10 years ago or in my 20s. But I still am. So that's something that I'm working on. 
in terms of things that haven't changed, I don't know, I feel like I'm still mm. as stubborn, but like, whatever. <laughs> That's the difference, right? Whatever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember who told me this when I was younger, but I think someone told me that I'm serious. I can't remember. Someone said that I was like very serious. I can't remember the adjective that was used. And I remember whenever someone says something like that to me when I was younger, mm. it would stick to me and I'll keep thinking about it. Whereas I'm like, unless it really yeah. negatively impacts someone, like I really don't care. <laughs> like that's just who I am. Yeah, what about Reg? Yeah, I think interestingly, the thing that, that came to my mind in terms of thing that hasn't changed would be that I'm still partying and going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, where do you find the energy? Because, you know, I have to like go back for an afternoon nap. People say that they party a lot when they were young and then, you know, when they hit 30s and then they want to go to bed early. I think that's true to a certain extent. I think partying can look a bit different now compared to 10 years ago. You know, back then, you just want to get smashed. But now I like to go out and still party, still have fun. Um, I'm more picky in terms of like who I want to party with. Mm. I know my alcohol tolerance level much better now. So, I mean, I say that last year I puked mm. at least three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my low alcohol tolerance. Um, but yeah, I think turning 30, yes, is a sign of, you know, you have become an adult. But I think age is really just a number. I think it's more of like how you feel yeah. at heart. I still feel young at heart and I would like to stay this way. Uh, I mean, I say that now, maybe next year I'll be like, oh gosh, I'm not going to party anymore. <laughs> maybe with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, you know, like a year later when I listen back to myself, like, I'll be like, gosh, that brat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, feeling young at heart is something that I would like to maintain in my 30s. <laughs> So I guess, what do you want to achieve in your 30s? You're at the start now. One day you're going to be in 40 and then maybe we can look back at this podcast and <laughs> think about the things that we did not achieve or <laughs> achieved. You know, that we planned out at the age of 30. What are the things that you want to achieve? You know, when you're 39. <laughs> oh no. Um. So a few things for me. I think I would want to achieve a balance in my personal life versus my career. And I want to be doing something mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about. Fingers crossed. Uh, another thing that I really hope to be doing is to really like spend more time or nurture my relationship with my family because they're obviously far away in Malaysia. So just spending more time speaking to my parents, for instance. Because I don't think I've done enough of that in the last 10 years when I've been away. Uh, so that's a key one for yep. me. And then hopefully I'll have kids by 40. Woohoo! <laughs> Sorry, it's such a lame goal, but like... No, that's a very valid no, goal. fine. Mine is not to have kids. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I guess I can go next. Uh, so yeah, I want to buy a house in Singapore, but then that takes a lot of money. So we'll see. I want to hit maybe maybe eighty to ninety percent of my retirement goal, so that mm. I'm on track to retire by forty five. Lol. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> oh gosh, I totally forgot about finances, but it's fine. You, yeah. you guys go. <laughs> I want to get an electric. I mean, mine mine are also <laughs> physical, monetary. I want to get an electric car. <laughs> Quite a random one. Save the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's quite shallow. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, definitely like side hustle stuff. Uh, obviously, with this podcast, hopefully it goes somewhere. Um, when we're 40. <laughs> when 40 we're 40. Still the, oh, yeah, the later. old ladies' podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 40. It's just a number, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So, I don't know, just a few of those uh, side hustle things, personal finance. Yeah, Reg? Yeah, I agree with both of you. Actually, I kind of want to achieve inner peace in my 30s. Yeah. Uh, I really want to get to a point where I feel like I'm completely happy with what I have. Because mm. I think like for now, I'm still in a stage where I want to have more, I'm chasing more. I still have a lot of desires mm. for mm. physical stuff. Like you say, you know, I want this and I want that. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to feel completely comfortable with my career and uh, what I have in my life. Which I think is not an easy thing to achieve. No. no. And I guess like it's, it's a complete satisfaction with yourself and your life and your belongings. Like you say, Crystal, it's all in the mindset. <laughs> Yeah, in your- <laughs> no, I, I say all these things and then I'm like electric car house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so important though, Reg. I think actually that's what I would want as well. Like just to be happy with what I have and be grateful. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think I'm actually like grateful and happy with what I have now. If I continue to earn and be in the same job for the next 30 years, I think I'm fine. But I still want all the... <laughs> Cars and houses, so I'm not sure what's the electric going on car, there. guys. <laughs> That's key. There's a mismatch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so happy 30. Oh, yeah. Happy 30s. Oh my god. Yes, my god. We have lived 30 years on the earth. I've joined the club. Yeah, I know. Holy crap. Yeah, any wise words? Wise words, uh? I don't know. Remember, everyone was there at some point. Crystal's wise words. <laughs> yeah, that was what I wrote, man. This is what I wrote last year. Everyone was there at some point, guys. So if you feel absolutely crap right now, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All things all shall pass. Mind. <laughs> it will pass. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, if my 20s have taught me anything, is that life doesn't really turn out the way you want it to be or no. hope it would be. Obviously, have goals and have mm. dreams and work towards them. But like, yeah. If things don't happen the way you, you thought it would, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, share it with your friends and follow us on your favourite podcast players including Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Do leave us ratings and reviews and we would also like to hear from you. So do drop us any questions at asianmilesapart at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at Asian Miles Apart. Bye!